This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Welcome to Practical Spirituality here in Asia Torah in the old city of Jerusalem overlooking the Temple Mount. Today we're talking about how to find out exactly what we're doing here because it's really shocking that someone could have lived 20 years on this earth and still not know what they're doing here. I mean, that's just not even possible. Or is it possible? And if it's possible, how did that happen? Like, how did you get to 20 without knowing what you want? I mean, you're only going to live, I bless you all, live 120 years, but the average lifespan, I don't know, Israel is like mid-late 80s. In America, I think it's lower 80s. The... We're all going to live like, let's say, 80-some-odd years, and 20 of those years are, is, a, you know, it's a quarter of your life not knowing what you're doing. Anyway, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but what it could be is there's various mistakes people make. One of those mistakes might be that they listen to society telling you that you're supposed to be happy, that happiness is the goal. Yeah, how many, raise your hand if you ever heard that one, that our goal is to be happy. <laughs> it's a lame goal. Okay. Lame goal. <laughs> you know, what do you do on the day your cat dies? Yeah. Now you don't get your goal. So the the goal of life is not to be happy. The goal of life is to, to that your life should be meaningful. Okay. And, and minerals don't have meaningful days. Plants don't have meaningful days. Animals don't have meaningful days. Birds don't have meaningful days. We're, the only thing you can possibly distinguish us from all of them is that we're living like intensely meaningful lives. There's a lot of meaning going on in our lives. And that must be the goal, therefore, is that our lives are meant to be meaningful. Being happy is a bonus. I bless you all to be happy. I want you to be happy. I, you should have as many happy moments as possible. But don't make it the goal, because you can never have that goal all the time. Whereas meaning, can you have all the time? For sure. You can even be miserable, and the meaning is the misery but you have a meaningful life in the misery that you're in. Another reason why we might not have what we want is that people have been guiding us and trying to create us in their own image. You know, we're, we're created in the image of God, but sometimes our parents try to create us in their image. Especially if your parents are immigrants to a country. I mean, that's an absolute disaster, is having parents who are immigrants. For example, being an immigrant to the U.S. Anyone here has a parent who was an immigrant to the U.S.? Okay, that's about half of you. That's a disaster. I mean, the, the U.S. Is, is the most intimidating place to immigrate to. And you're just, you, you're, you're just desperate for your kids to like, assimilate as much as possible, to sound like Americans, to look like Americans, to think like Americans, to talk like Americans, to, to, meaning all the stuff that was important for thousands of years is no longer important at all. In fact, it's in the way. And so now you're getting directed... In, based on the fears of immigrant parents. And then you got the society at large, which is, has a, its say. And then you got the systems. I mean, you can't raise a kid without a system. And so you have educational systems, but educational systems have agendas. And that agenda might go directly against your, your vision. It might go directly against what you're here for. And so now you've got, you've got 12 years in institutions and there's supposed to be any let's say you finish those 12 years at 18 years old you think there's anything left of you at the end of since you've been through the egg slicer through the meat grinder of an education system like what's going to be left of you then then you got capitalism many of you are from a capitalistic democracy and capitalism money is the point of it all money is the point of it all that's the 
that's the the um, you know it's the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow of what you will what you will go through. This means one second. That means what you, this Israel. In Italy, that means delicious. In Israel, it means wait. But I see a, you're going to ask a question. In a second. And the the you know they they will what what do you they have you so set up to just work and work and work till you'll just be a cog in a machinery of someone else's money and till with the dream that one day you'll have the money and it's uh, you know that's also a disaster and when do you ever figure out what you want and so we've got we everything's stacked against us in discovering our special purpose what's our special purpose. Yes, ma'am. Um, I think, in a way, kind of. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I'm just saying I think it kind of makes sense that for the first 20 years of your life, you don't really know what your purpose is and what you're doing. Because for, I would say, half of those 20 years, maybe a little less than half, like you're not at an age where you're mature enough to really understand, like. I have a purpose and I'm here for, like, everybody, like, I feel like when you're born, you innately, after a certain amount of years, you innately know, like, I'm here for a reason, but, like, I don't think you're able to, what's the word, like... Right, I wasn't expecting you you to figure it out, I was expecting your parents to. Oh, I thought you were asking, like, like why don't we know? Yeah, like, it's because your parents don't know either. Oh. But my, I know what my kids, I know exactly with my kids. And I'll explain why, and then you'll know exactly what you're doing here, you ready? So it goes like this. Since your parents didn't figure out and guide you, so we'll do it like this instead. We are created in the image of the Creator. We're created in the image of God. That's all you need to know. Now, you should ask an obvious question. Does God have an image? Does God have an image? No. No. So, so why would the Torah that is given by a being with no image tell us we're in the image of a being? It's a being without an image. And then we're told very clearly, it says, I created you in my image. So, what is that supposed to mean? He doesn't have an image. So how are we made in the image? And the answer is, we are made in the image of ten major beams that the world is created out of, which are There's ten major beams. You don't need to know all those Hebrew words. But that's how God created the world, with those ten. And you have a very simple task of figuring out which of those ten you major in. Because every one of you is made of those ten beams, but you have major... God puts inside of us, inside of each one of us, special strengths inside one of those beams. Why? Why doesn't he just give you all ten? By the way, I have met a few people who have all ten. It's pretty interesting to meet a person like that. I mean, that's pretty special. But why why would God give each one of us a major? Because, because in those themes, the world has to be built. Meaning, meaning there's only a certain type of person who can build an actual physical building. And right now we're on story, we're on floor four. This is the fourth floor, really, of five stories, because there's a there's a oh, there's a zero and there's also a minus zero. We're six stories up right now. And there's a certain kind of person who's a who's an engineer, a mechanical engineer. Is that what they're called, or what do they call the people who build buildings? Those kind of engineers. No, the engineer. 
Architectural engineer. <laughs> Whatever, but it's a personality type, and if it ain't yours, get out of that business, because they're going to have an they're going to have certain instincts. Because we're all floating in the air right now, and we want to make sure that the right people are building those kinds of things. But then there's someone totally different who decided on these amazing uh, this you know these panels over here, which is called an interior decorator, interior designer. Totally different strengths, totally different skill set. And you need both. You have to have people who can do both of those. The whole building was set up for the for people to impart wisdom. Totally different skill set. Believe me, we're not gonna ask the guy, the engineer of this building, to get up and give a talk. Okay? He will never be asked to speak here. And none of our interior designers will ever be asked to speak here. These are all separate skill sets. And that's why there's ten ways that God created the world. And each one of us major in one of those ways. And then all together we create beauty and balance. Now sadly, so many people are living and working and often running things who are outside the zone that God created for them. And that never goes well. And so the, before, I, before we learn all the ways so that you know exactly what you're doing on this planet... Before we do that, I just want to mention one more thing, is that don't look at how much money something makes you, but rather look at how, how in the zone, meaning how happy you are in what you do. Because the majority of your life will be spent, the majority of the hours of your days will be spent earning a living. And so you want to make sure that however you earn your living is right in the zone for you. Don't, don't let a more financially lucrative position take you away from what you'd love to do because you know I could show you a long list of very wealthy people who are some of the most miserable people I've ever met I don't envy them even a little I would like to borrow their cars sometimes <laughs> and and it's kind of interesting to see how much pleasure they get lending their stuff out because it's probably a little more in their style of who they should have been would have been to be interacting with people rather than just sitting in offices and playing with algorithms. Okay, here we go. Now, um, the first the first thing you need to see is just your style. There's two major styles. There's a style of flow and there's a style of structure. Okay. Those are the two major styles. Flow and Structure. So you, you want to figure out whether you're more of a flow person or whether you're more of a structure person. So there's uh, you'll notice the clothing you'll wear. Like, for example, my friend Tuvia over here, he's, uh, he's generally in button-downs. He's put together, his beard's trimmed, his hair's brushed. Like, he's got structure involved in him. Uh, me, on the other hand, I just pop out of a mikvah. I put on the same clothes I've been wearing for the last six months. And, and I change my undergarments. Yeah, that's, that's about it. I, I leave it, it's up to my daughters when they're like, change the pants. You know, like those things are just like, they're covering a little too much grandchildren's, uh, you know, throw up. But uh, I don't know what the right term is. What is it called when, a, when the babies, the spit up, sorry, spit up's a nicer term. So I know I got to turn in this vest to the dry cleaner, but. 
still still within the realm. Would you say my vest is within the realm still? Mm-hmm. I have to ask a female. Okay. So, so, sorry to ask a female. I, I guess in yeshiva we still believe there's males and females. I think I, I think I need to. I think I have to go to Tel Aviv for uh, what do you call it? Sensitivity training. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so, anyway, um, I just don't trust a guy to tell me my vest is clean. Yeah, it's clean, man. I'm like, you didn't even look at it. There'll be a guy with a clean vest as well. Yeah, yeah. find a guy with a clean vest. So, (laughs) um, anyway, what you want to figure out is if you're a flowmeister or you're a structure person. So, flow people, uh, they... They choose. They would choose a design that's more flowy. They, um, they, they tend to be not so scheduled. They prefer not to be scheduled. Uh, if they had a summer off, they wouldn't schedule their summer. They would just let God run the itinerary. Um, they don't know what time it is right now. Like those of you who have no idea what time it is right now, we, I mean, meaning structured people are going to know what time it is within five minutes right now. Whereas flow people have no idea what time it is right now. And they, not within, maybe within a half hour you can get it. But that's about it. Um, yeah? Doesn't society, like, impact your decisions regarding these things? Like, some people mm-hmm. are, are grew up in a structured home, they're going to be more than that. Yeah, you got to be How really... How you honest about it? Yeah, you got to be really careful of that. If you're... If you're Let's say you had two structured parents, so that's going to be really hard to tell. But you, you just just check out the way you are with time. And, and you, if you go to Bed Bath & Beyond, you, you guys heard of the store Bed Bath & Beyond? Yeah. So they've got everything set up for slow, flow and structure, meaning when you go to the plates, there's, there's plates with floral designs and stuff, and, and uh, like china. And then they'll, they'll have other plates that are either, the plates themselves are geometrical, or they emboss on them geometric shapes on the plates. And the structure people are always going to buy those. Same thing the towels, same things in the sheets. They, they literally, everything, everything in those big department stores are set up for flow and structure people. Whereas little stores, like, like little shops, clothing shops, so the, the owner of that store is the buyer usually. They did the buying. And if that person's a flow person, they're going to buy flow clothes. You notice how you can walk in a store, ladies, and you just, you can just poke your head and just walk right out. Cause you know they ain't nothing for me in there, yeah. And then and then some other like flowmeister lady comes in like this lady over there is more flow, and she comes in and she's just like the Garden of Eden, you know. She's just like I'll take one of everything, you know. That, that, so you see like smaller stores are really going to be either a flow store or it's going to be a structure store, and you get and then you also have chains that are pure structure. I don't know what they are. I, I'm not a shopper. But uh, I think there's something called... What are some of those stores out there that people go to? J.Crew. What's J.Crew? Is that, is that floor or structure? Structure. Zara's more flow. Zara's flow, right? Zara's flow, which is amazing because it's, uh, it's named after... The word for seed is Zara, which, which flows. So, the, uh, so that's flow. And uh, what else is there... Um, What's that? Castro, is it called? I've seen that in molds. Is that flower structure? Castro? 
Is it called Castro? Yeah. Uh-huh. It's more balanced? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, so structure people, they know what time it is, they like their schedule, they like schedules, they schedule their free time. They know they um they you know they they're just gonna choose more ge- geometrically, you know, angled things and they they just they just like that. Like that style a lot better. It's clear? Okay. So I'm going to take a moment and talk to the person next to you and decide whether your flow is structured. Oh, a little interruption here. Just so you all know, we're all in the middle. The reason we're all in the middle, the reason we're all in the middle is because your life will, here you'll have an anxiety attack over the world, because the world's never according to your structure. Here, in the flow, your, your life's just going to fall apart, because you're, so what we do is we celebrate what we are and we stretch to the other side. So when you, if I celebrate being structured and I stretch to be flow, so then where am I going to be? In the middle. If I'm a flow meister, which I am, but I have to stretch myself to get structured, where am I going to be? You know, we're all in the middle. I'm asking for your actual factory settings. I'm asking for the ones God created. And again, as this woman said, be very careful that you're not a reaction. You could be actually a rebellion. It could be that you have very structured parents and lived in a very structured society and they sent you to very structured schools and you've been rebelling, but actually you're structured. Like your factory settings are structure, and you've been blown out of structure because of, you know, it was overly, uh, what's the word? Imposed. Overly imposed. Overly structured structure. And, and then you wound up bouncing, but really your structure, and you've just been in one giant identity crisis all these years. Um, so you've got to be careful of that, and you also have to be careful that you're not just following suit because your parents were... Because if you have two flow parents or two flow, two structure parents, that can also make you think you're the structure of flow. Okay, go ahead. Everyone, try again. Speak to the person next to you. Structure going on there? You come off as flow. Let me see your notebook. Yeah. Well, you may. Okay. 
All right, let's take a break. Um, now, the reason I left out balance is because everyone likes to say they're balanced. Um, there are people who are balanced, meaning one in 50 people are right down the middle. They're unique people. They're generally in managerial positions. But think about it. If you have a company with 100 people working at it, how many people does it take to manage them? One. Could be just one. Could be more than one. But, but it's a unique individual, super unique. It's a rare it's a rare individual who's actual balance. What does it mean, balance? It means that their factory settings are just as good in the flow and just as good in the structure. I mean, they do the both. They go to both seamlessly. They work equally well. An, ex an example of that might be uh, a proprietor of a restaurant, but a good one. A proprietor of a restaurant, they need to be super structured because just turning a profit over that amount of food and... and um, and dealing with, you know, whatever, there's going to be waste and they have to buy all, they have to have everything on the menu. I mean, there are those restaurants where they're like, oh, we don't have that. And we don't have that. And we don't have that. <laughs> we don't have that. And you're just like, what do you have? <laughs> why, don't you just, why don't you tell us what you have instead right. of us asking off the menu? But they, so they're just saving money because otherwise there's, there's wasted food in that restaurant. And so they just decided they're not going to bring in half the food. So... <laughs> It's a real structured job, but on the other hand, if you're a proprietor of a restaurant, you have to be totally involved in order changes, food sent back, um, people not showing up for their reservation, people showing up late for their reservation, people staying late at their table because they ran into friends, and now you have a whole big reservation of people coming in, and they, it turned out two of the tables knew each other. And they wound up moving in together after their meals and are going to hang out for another hour and a half together. And like, what are you supposed to do with that? And so that's an example of the kind of management that a person who's, who does well in both, totally. And you'll notice that there's restaurants you never go back to. You ever notice that? There's certain restaurants you go once and you never go back. Mm -hmm. It's probably because the person running its structure price structure and they because uh, someone who's flow generally wouldn't run a restaurant but a structured person might think to run a restaurant which is a really bad idea because the only person who, and that's why restaurants go out of business so quickly because these there's a one in a one in a hundred people is a balanced person and who, who actually will do a great job of it now we're moving on and what we're moving on to is to your USB cable interface with creation. Now we got the actual 10 spheres here. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, that's the 10. I've only met one person ever in this quadrant. Uh, two people. One's actually at Ishtar, uh, Rabbi Eid. You know Rabbi Eid? Rabbi Eid is, is this one. Now, um, the other guy I met, an amazing guy, he came here, he was a lawyer. Uh, he had just passed the bar exams, and instead of staying as a lawyer, he comes to learn in yeshiva. And he just, you know what, I'm saying too much. I'm going to be quiet. So what we're looking at now is the USB interface. So the, the USB cable interface, the top one is the intellectual. By the way, it's nothing to do with brains. It's just that people who love ideas. And number two is the interpersonal. As people who love being with people. And then the last one, number three, is the instinctual. 
instinctual person. So we live in these three levels of intellectual, interpersonal, and instinctual. And our job is to figure out which one of these do we most uh, connect to of these three. So I'm mostly interpersonal, then I'm instinctual, and the last is I'm intellectual. And again, there's nothing to do with brains. Like you might think an intellectual would be smarter, but not necessarily. Like one of the smartest people who was ever at HTOR was purely instinctual, who was at this organization. He was purely instinctual. And and he was uh, he was what I call a three one two, but he was one of the brightest guys we ever had here. Uh, all the people in the stock market are instinctual. People in the housing development, like some of these, you know, uh, real estate tycoons, they're all instinctual types. In the oh my gosh, did I have all those bleeding into structure? Please pretend that structure's over here a little. They're not meant to be in the structure. I'm just, I have no sense of structure. I mean, you see the flow? By the way, all of these are on a continuum, meaning there's people are real balanced flow, like here. And then, like, the W of flow goes, like, over to there. That's me. Okay? <laughs> structure also, you have people who are, like, the E of structure, like my wife. And then you have people who are, like, Darth Vader over here. Okay? Those people should never marry each other. Okay? These, these guys would kill each other. Now... And you see, I even blew my own chart. I've got like, I've got the USB cable actually entering into structure by accident. Wasn't meant to be. Okay. Now the. Anyway, so again, this is intellectual. It's people who live in ideas and books. They love just in the, the world of ideas. Interpersonal are people who love being with people, and instinctual are sens- sensory people. They like sensory, they like tangible, they like touch, they, they're tactile. Okay? Now, when you apply flow and structure to these, so intellectuals, you're going to have people involved in mysticism and stuff like that. Here, people are involved in, um, in uh, uh, you know, like detailed, it might be medical research or something like that, where it's like really hard science, intellectual pursuit. And then in the balance, that's just going to be a rare at the situation where that would be more like uh, someone who's a decision maker for, for a big company or something like that or the rabbi of an entire community or region who has to make the big decisions the, uh, again these are always managerial um, in flow for interpersonal um, public speakers um, musicians perhaps if they're really into the people and meaning there's certain musicians. What musician could you name who would have been right here? Ben Haggerty. Um, Bob Marley. Yeah, Bob Marley was a classic example of this guy here. This was Bob Marley. Whereas some of the best musicians in the world who don't have a lot of um, stage presence, no relationship with the people, like for example, jazz musicians, they'd be, they'd be, if they're very improvisational, they'll be here. But if they're, you know, extremely to the charts, like to the music charts, they'd be over here. Understand that guy? This is improvisational jazz musicians. Okay. Um, all the interpersonal people are are going to have jobs that are very involved with with interaction, whereas instinctual people don't have to be that interactive, and intellectual people don't need to be that interactive. 
Um, so what we're going to do now is just you got to figure out whether you're a two three one, a one three two, a one three one two. You want to figure that out. Um, any questions? Just as before, you have to figure it out. Uh, you were first, yeah. Can you explain the third one again? Sorry, because I, I was confused with the real city agenda and the sensory. I didn't get the connection. Oh, well, sensory means it, just tangible, physical. You know, they, for oh, example, a real estate rest. person's dealing with real properties. You know, they like to drive four-wheel drive trucks <clears throat> and go out to see the properties, which they have, often have to go off-road to develop new developments and stuff. <coughs> and they're, um, you know, it's a very tangible, physical, you know, it's, called, it's not called real estate for nothing. You know, it's unlike the stock market, but actually the stock market. This is where all the stock traders are, too, because they have strong instincts. Taking what? risks, that's good. That. What's that? Taking risks. Not necessarily. Not really. Uh, you had a question? Yeah, so intellectual, would that be like kind of like in your head, um, but like also also um, like being part of your like, business, so to speak? Or? No, not related to business. No? No. Some of the wealthiest business people are actually here. This is where like super, like wealth, super wealthy people are here. People up here don't care that much about money. It's just not their interest so much. They're like into research. They like love uh, research. Right. Yeah. Is it interpersonal where one likes to talk to people or is like good at? Good at. Okay. Yeah. Likes to would be good as well. Yeah, they probably like it. But they'd relax. Like people who are not interpersonal have a limit how long they can be at an event. You know, like they, they don't mind socializing for a little while, but then they're like, they've got to go. They're done with that. Whereas I, I'm, I'm one of the biggest experts at making people not realize how long they've been at a party. <laughs> and then when someone finally comes up to me and says, uh, Rabbi, do you have any idea what time it is? I'm like, 11? And they're like, uh, how's 2 a.m.? And I'm like, oh, wow, people might start realizing. <laughs> so then like, I run over and like, like, put on music that makes you feel like it's nine, you know? <laughs> and then, like, hit a strobe light in a fog machine. <laughs> so next thing you know, like, the whole place just starts going, like, you know, <laughs> for, like, another hour and a half, you know, until it's, like, 3.30, and people are like, where are we? So I, like, I can't let the social event go away. It's crazy, crazy, you the rabbi who owned those clubs in Vegas? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, okay, so any other questions for this? Yeah, one more question. Your instinct and flow, what, what do you do? What do you like? Instinct and flow? Lifeguard. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, I'm not really kidding. <laughs> but it, it's a perfect job. It is the perfect job. Yeah. Lifeguard for that person. Okay, um, no, but it, it, instinct flow. Instinctual Yeah, that would be, uh, it could be, a, if they're willing to do the study, it would be a paramedic. good paramedic. They, they like that kind of thing. You know, because you have no real schedule, you're just waiting for the emergency. And then, and then you go flying in for your emergency, and of course, emergencies don't last forever. So you're back to your day until the next emergency. And the, the problem is, is that there is a bit of structure on the medical side, but they don't expect much from paramedics, really. I mean, there's, there's higher level paramedics where you can actually, you start getting higher licenses where you're allowed to put in a trach, for example, or, 
you know, that, but those generally, those aren't the flowy paramedics going for the higher level stuff. Yeah. What's another example? <laughs> we'll talk about jobs in a minute. Yeah. Of these three? Well, I, I think one of the easy ways is think if you had some free time, like what would you prefer? Would you find someone to would you find someone to talk to? Would you open a book or would you go get a bucket of ice cream? <laughs> what do you do with your free time? I know myself really well. I, I like as much interaction as possible. And then I like really hot jacuzzis and massages and mountain biking and surfing and craft beer and burritos. And and then like my last would be interested in ideas and opening a book and looking at ideas like that's the last thing which is really strange when you're a rabbi because everyone's expecting you like spending all your life in books but I'm not like that at all I, I studied eight years I mean I really I pay my dues on that I still study but not like then yeah that's why that's why we're going to number them so I'm a two three one and I, I do shift sh- sh- through them. But if I really had free time, I'd probably prefer to hang out with people. And then I would prefer to be doing my sports. And then I prefer books. Okay, so everyone uh, talk to the person next to you. Um, you can talk to this dude back there. You can talk to them. Wait, I'm switching you guys. You two are together, and now you, Ahuba, you're with this lady. Take a little break of the Harusas, yeah. Yeah, usually extroverts. Usually extroverts. Uh, but not necessarily. Maybe a good, maybe on the structure side it might be an introvert. Okay. Shh. Everybody. We're gonna do um, anyway, your 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 main your main goal here is that you can just hit that door. 
Christian Hart. Your main goal here is to figure out whether you're a one, two, three, a one, three, two, three, one, two, meaning just figure out what's your major and your minor and your sub-minor. And, and from there, you can figure out what's your special gift in this world. So people are either flow or structure, very few people are balanced, and, the, and you may be that balanced, but the, uh, once you get all this down, then you can figure out which quadrant you really live in. Once you know the quadrant you live in, plus adding a little of your natural personality, which is, of course, long gone, but retrievable, you can figure out what you were like. Maybe ask people what you were like when you were a toddler, because that would help you get back some of your natural personality. And the, Anyway, but when you get, when, once you get these down, you see different jobs. Like, for example, in the, um, um, in the intellectual world. So these people are all involved in, in books, research. Um, these people are... Um, um, these people could be brainstormers for Microsoft. This could be the R&D department, and this could be the CEO making that final decision. Okay, but they're all kind of intellectual pursuits there. Um, in, the, in the medical world, this would be uh, medical research people. Um, this would be... Uh, this could also be a surgeon. You notice how surgeons have terrible bedside manner. This would be a family practitioner. Anyone involved in, in psychology, and in counseling, life coaching, um, should be here. Unfortunately, they all have to do this kind of study. That's why life coaches have kind of taken over the market a bit, because uh, they don't want to go spend all those years studying in, you know, in a med school to become a psychologist or something. They just, they're good with people, naturally. They're good at that. And so they can work there. Um, again, this is, this is managerial, but this person would be, uh, this one would be a good motivational speaker. Um, they could have their own YouTube channels. They could, they could, you know, do all kinds of cool stuff here. This would be someone who's involved with more of a, of a, a direct counseling type of situation. But as I, we said before, this person could be running a restaurant, here. All of these people should have their occupation. If, if this is your number one modality, all of your occupation should be involved with interaction. Lots of human interaction. That would be important there. On the instinctual level, you have the um, uh, more tangible sciences. So, so over here, this is good for like Pilates instructors and yoga instructors. Lifeguards I mentioned, paramedic might be good here as well. Um, this is all the world of dance and the arts over here. Um, the structure side of things are technical positions, uh, people involved in engineering and uh, construction, stuff like that. And these people are actually doing the construction, but these people might be handling like how to put in an air conditioner to a 30-story building and how to do all the, all that, um, all the, the design of that that's necessary. Um, this person would be a very good interior designer here as well. Um, Architecture, things like that. Again, this would be a good, uh, a good ma uh, construction manager down here because they have to deal with all the hammer, hammer nails people. But they also have to deal with all the technical things that are involved, and they have to balance the two together. Not to mention the, the client. But you're, we're never expecting good bedside manner from a building manager. You know, they'll be nice to you, but they're not going to be much more than that. And so. So, the, so once you've figured out your spot, which is not difficult to do, because once you know if your floor is structure, 
and you can figure out what your main USB cable interface is. So then you can always balance, sorry, you can always find what it is you're here to provide the world. And once you're providing the world with something, then you live a deeply meaningful life. Hello, everybody. It's a pleasure. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.